Hello and welcome to another episode of the Gospel Love Podcast. I am Caitlin. I am Aramis. And I am Coach D. And today we are going to be getting into some good stuff. Yeah, very good stuff. We're going to be giving people the solution <laughs> mm. to meeting the demands of marriage. Something marriage, many people don't think about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Marriage right. comes with its demands, obviously. Mm -hmm. But those demands are... Sacrifices? Not necessarily. <laughs> those demands are, they, they, they directly coincide with the capacity already built into man. Mm. And we're going to talk about that. Yeah. I think many people think sacrifices when oh, they think of demands of marriage. They believe wholeheartedly that marriage is about sacrifice. <laughs> people will say that outright. Marriage is about sacrifice. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, we got to, we got to, we got to bring that into the context of the conversation. Right. Uh, we were talking about, you know, a lot of times when people talk about uh, if they've been married for some time or they've had some level of longevity to their marriage and you ask them, like, what were some of the, um, you know, if you ask them, excuse me, their their thought on how they've been able to, and the first thing they say was a lot of sacrifice and a lot of, a lot of pride. You got to lay aside your pride. You got to lay aside your desires and all those things. Well, well, a lot of times as I was thinking on that, a lot of that is really a mask. Mm. Folks talking about, well, marriage is about self-sacrifice and laying aside your, what you want. Like a lot of that is simply a mask for them settling and suffering through a poor spouse, yeah. an immature spouse, an ignorant spouse, a spouse that's not living up to a faith what we would call faith-based spousery. I'm going to make that word up, right? Spousery. Spousery, spousery. right. Wow. Faith-based espousery, right? They, they're not living up to being the, he's not living up to being the husband God has called them to be. She's not living up to being the wife God has called them to be because they don't know what they're trying to be because they don't have a faith-based perspective of what marriage is. So we got to find an excuse. Mm -hmm. We got to find a reason why uh, marriage is hard because if we really, and once we get into the, 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 the content today, if we really, if we really have God's mind as it relates to marriage, we'll see that marriage was designed to serve man. The way that sounds is like man is designed to serve marriage. Yeah. Like if I want to be married, then I, I, I gotta, I gotta become a servant to sacrifice. I gotta become a servant to laying aside my pride. I gotta become mm -hmm. a servant to, you know, all of these different, um, things that people say that is required to have a good marriage that, that speaks to, uh, the, the destruction or the denying of myself. When there is an element of truth in that, as we're transformed by the renewing of our mind, there's a, there's an aspect of me denying what I know or what I was taught by my parents. Right. But when it comes to the actual ideals of marriage, we're going to find out that, that, marriage's demands coincide directly with who man is or who God intended for man to be. Right, right. And, and, I, and I think the, the, the main contributing factor to how we got to this point is people, the, the identity has, has been changed mm. somehow for, for who a woman was, was supposed to be and who a man was supposed to be in marriage, mm. right? The identity got switched up mm -hmm. and there's a few factors in that, you know, the, you know, welfare system and all that, you know, we know mm -hmm. about that stuff. Right. But, but when you're talking about 
getting to a point where you understand the the demands of marriage those those demands of marriage are accepted and taken on willingly if you identify the right way mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. without identifying the right way without understanding the true identity without understanding who you were designed to be as a husband who you were designed to be as a wife you're going to lose sight of what you're supposed to be doing in a marriage it's going to be very easy for you to you know get into your feelings and 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 hold on to stuff or start arguments that don't need to be started because you just can't hold it in you got to let it out you got like all all these different things come from not understanding who you what what your true identity is and who you were called to be mm-hmm. um i have this little thing that i do right based off what you said so if i was to say to you if i was trying to tell you you know, you guys get just get married and I say, I'm going to give you some things that marriage demands of you. Right. And I start saying stuff like marriage is going to demand that you be long suffering with each other. Marriage is going to demand that you be kind with each other. Marriage is going to demand that you don't be jealous of each other. Marriage is going to demand that you don't exalt yourself over one another. Marriage is going to demand that you don't behave yourself unseemly. Marriage is going to demand that you don't provoke each other to wrath. Marriage is going to demand that you don't rejoice in others' shortcomings. Marriage is going to demand that you don't that you rejoice in in the essence of who you you know who she is and she knows who you are. You're going to have to bear a lot of things. You have to believe in each other. You have to hope for each other. You have to endure hardness with each other. You would say, I almost hung up on you a couple of times talking to me like that. I get that. That's not where I'm going. That's not where I'm going. <laughs> what I'm going is, and you would say, and you would say, you, you would hear all these things and you would say, okay, like if we need to do that, then we can do that, right? But what I just read off to you was who you are by creation. What I just read was you was 1 Corinthians chapter 13, the skills of loving, the identity of a lover, the traits of a lover. Built, built into marriage, and the demands of marriage are directly linked and coincide directly with who God created us to be. Yeah. So marriage isn't the problem. The problem is who we identify or, or how we identify. Right. Right. How we identify. So what, what, what happens a lot of times in the cases where you have, you have, you know, sociologists and um, psychologists and marriage experts and they study marriage. But they're studying it from the fallen man's perspective. They're not studying it from the redeemed man's perspective. They're studying it from the old man's perspective. They're not studying it from the new man's perspective. When we talk about a faith-based marriage, I get what those who are outside the the commonwealth of of our faith, I get how they look at things. But the believer, the church, the, the child of God shouldn't be looking at marriage the way they look at it. We have to look at it from God's perspective. And when we talk about marriage, God's mind behind marriage is God made marriage to bring man pleasure. God made marriage to serve man. God made marriage to, to bring out the, the, the lover inside of him. Right. That's why God created marriage. Hey, what's up, fam? Today's Winners One podcast is brought to you by our Coffee in the Morning Club. Listen, they say right now the divorce rate is anywhere between 58 and 62 percent, depending on the community or the culture you grew up in. But they say that rate is drastically reduced if you are a couple who finds a community 
of like-minded couples. We have a coffee in the morning club, marriage enrichment community of couples who are driven to have a faith-based marriage. This is a marriage that's based upon the principles that God ordained for marriage to be about. If you want your marriage to be drastically reduced from running into chaos, confusion, and trouble, you need to join this community. It's our Coffee in the Morning Club community that will enrich you and empower you and strengthen you to win and make marriage easy. He wanted men and a husband and a wife to come to the point of oneness, so he created marriage, this mechanism that would demand of you, that would draw out of you what he's already put in you. That's what marriage, that's what marriage is for. That's what marriage does, right? Marriage is congruent with my, with my capacity to love. I just had this thought. So, so as a husband, I'm called to love my wife as Christ loved the church, Mm -hmm. right? And the correlation between the two is, is the establishment of the kingdom, Mm -hmm. right? Christ's love for God's children, mm-hmm. we'll say, right, establishes the kingdom of God. 100%. Right? Same thing for me and Caitlin. Mm-hmm. My husbandry, her wondrous wifery, establishes the kingdom. It's, it, it's, it's, In all of its fullness. Right, right. Because at, at that point, it becomes the mechanism that it's supposed to be that is going to fulfill the 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 ultimate mandate of marriage which is to be fruitful and multiply right right but and the the like you said it brings out the fullness like the the only way that you can bring out the 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 being the fullness of being fruitful and multiplying is by bringing out the fullness of the mechanism amen 100% and that starts with identifying identifying as a lover because marriage was made for lovers for lovers yeah. like it sounds so simple but there's a simplicity in Christ that we that we avoid, right? There's a simplicity <laughs> in Christ that that we just we just fight we fight to escape. Right. Religiosity feels better. It, 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 feels, it just feels it's better, really, but it's more complicated. Right. Right. You hear people say all the time, "Well, marriage is complicated." No, it's not. There's a simplicity in Christ that 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 simplifies every life, everything in life. But outside of Christ, outside of the mind of Christ, outside of the renewed mind. It's going to be complicated. Mm-hmm. Well, love is complicated. No, it's not. Marriage is complicated. No, it's not. It can be, but it wasn't intended to be. So what we have to do, we have to simplify things. The more wisdom and understanding God gave us, God's desires for us to have a level of understanding, which simplifies things. Understanding by nature simplifies processes, Simplify, simplifies the complicated when you understand it. When you first start riding a bike, it was complicated. You got you to steer, you got to pedal, you got to brake. It's complicated. Mm-hmm. But what happened? As you continue to ride it, as you continue to understand how to ride a bike. Came like second nature. It's simple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tying your shoe initially, <laughs> looping around here and looping it here and looping it this way and tying around. Going through that with that. It seems complicated. Mm-hmm. Right. But, but understanding simplifies the situation. Well, we don't understand God's purpose for marriage. We don't understand love comprehensively enough. Mm. So we're going around saying it's complicated, Mm. but it's really not complicated. We've actually have a solution to simplify it. And that's what we want. That's what we want this podcast to be about. Mm -hmm. Um, What's that solution? 
that solutions are devotional called What Love Is. <laughs> they see it on the screen. It's our What Love Is devotional. Yeah. And uh, we released this devotional probably back in September, October. Mm, around uh, then. Uh, yeah, no, no, yeah, it's around then. But, but we haven't really done a, a podcast centered around it. And we wanted to really, really emphasize and, and, and do something centered around our What Love Is devotional. And the reason we chose the devotional route, because uh, we've written two other books, but it wasn't in a devotional format, was devotions is about renewing the mind. Is about conveying the essence of a thought based on truth, based on the character and the nature of a subject matter that that attacks the unrenewed mind. Mm. And we really need to have our mind renewed as it pertains to love, because the motivation behind this book was there was a pastor that, you know, I listened to from time to time and, you know, that's got a big following and social media following and people, you know, you know, go to attend his church and things of that nature. And he was hosting like a marriage summit and he had several other guys on stage and they were talking about marriage. And I'm interested because, you know, we believe in marriage mastery and we, this is what we do as part of, part of our brands. And uh, as I was listening to him, he made a statement. And the statement was, you need more than love mm -hmm. to make marriage work. And... I first couldn't believe he said it, but then I thought about it. I said, look, this, 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 we, we can't, we can't, we can't, we can't sit back and allow that kind of rhetoric to be, you know, go un, unchallenged. Yeah. Right. And so um, the Lord inspired me to, to write this <laughs> devotional. Uh, it's called What Love Is, a lover's devotional, love like you've never heard it before. And when I say love like you've never heard it before, I mean that. Mm. I mean that with all of us. I, I, I guarantee you there's some, there's some aspect of this devotional. It's 31 days. It's, it's, it's the first of a 12 volume series because I'm going to write a, I'm going to write a um, devotional for every month of the year. And by the time we get done, uh, there's going to be a, a devotional that's, that's centered on love and you understanding the comprehensive nature of love so that so that you can be fully aware of, first and foremost, who you are, mm -hmm. what you're capable of doing and how love really is designed to solve or meet the demands of marriage and make marriage easy. Right. This devotional, this devotional, and some of the testimonies, did you hear, did you hear sister, um, um, Charlotte this morning before we got off? No, you know, I, I got off. Oh yeah. You had, you had to take the babies to school. Oh, before yeah. we got off the coffee in the morning club, she was like, coach D day 18. Let me tell you something. <laughs> it got, it got the juices flowing over here. After we read whoa, that devotional, whoa, me and the husband, whoa. we had, we had to, we had to go Wait, to the what's bed. What's day 18? Whoa. What's the title of day 18? Let me, get the it, title. let me get it. Let me get it. Let me get it. Just read it. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Day 19, the fire of love. Mm. Was it the fire of love? I don't know what it was, but <laughs> but she was like she was like uh, she was like. Let me tell you, Coach D. We are we are this devotional. Like she was like it is it is transforming and revolutionizing our marriage. Mm -hmm. But we did it. We did it so that. So that we can recognize some things. The first thing we, we, we tell people that we can solve 99% of their marital issues in one move. And that one move is getting you to identify as a lover. Yeah. 
most people have never even understood or know what that what that means. And when you talk about identifying as a lover, we're talking about you identifying who you were created to be. Mm. Right. We're going to make a statement. And it's, it's going to be a stretch for some people's <laughs> mind. Right. We were made in the image and likeness of love. Yep. We were made in the image and likeness of love. Well, why can we say that? Because God is love. Because God is love. And I made it in his image and his likeness. So we can we can safely say we were made in the image and likeness of love. Mm. We were made to be lovers. Mm -hmm. God, excuse me, God is love. Right. So back to the preacher statement. For him to say you need more than God. I mean, you need more than love to make marriage work. He's in essence, he's saying you need more than God to make marriage work. Correct. Right. Like, Mm. like, 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 well, you can only make that statement if you are assuming or you don't know that God is love or, or you're you're basically trying to work around that point. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you, you, you're trying to you're trying to kind of make love its own individual person or essence or thing. Well, here's the issue, though. After they make that statement, they say you need patience. You need long suffering. Everything that's a fruit of love. Everything that love is. Yeah. So what does that tell me? You don't know love. Exactly. That's exactly it. You attribute love to being a feeling. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. In the same way that people assume marriage is its own individual enemy. Right, right. So so what we, what we wanted to do is we wanted to give people uh, this devotional so that they can find out who they are. So that they can identify with who God created them to be. Mm-hmm. So that they can function in the fullness and the capacity of their greatest superpower. We were talking on our Coffee and Morning Club the other day that we're at our greatest point. We're at our most piercing and most powerful state. I'm at my greatest state of influence when I'm identifying as a lover and I'm functioned as a lover. When I'm identifying as a lover and I'm in, and I'm functioned as a lover, I'm that I'm 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 more I am at my most powerful state of being. When I'm when I'm when I'm Thinking from the position of a lover. When I'm speaking from the position of a lover. When I'm acting from the position of a lover. When I'm influencing from the position of a lover. I'm at my most powerful state. I am my most creative. I am my most resourceful. I am my most productive. I am my most servant. I'm my best. I'm at my best being a solution when I'm, when I'm identifying as a lover. When I'm functioning from that position of love. That's how God created it. That's how our example of that is Jesus. When he was, when he was, he was the fullness of love and he was able to solve the problems that of the people he came across. When I'm operating in that, in that, in that state of love, I'm at my most powerful potential. I'm at my most powerful state of being. And once we see that marriage, bring it on. Right. Marriage. Come on. Let me see what you got. Mm. Let me see what you got. See, what we have to understand is when God created man, male and female, he said, I'm going to need them to be one as we are Father, Son, Holy Spirit. They're going to need to be one. Yeah. We're going to need to be one. Right. You got in the spirit, you had Father, Son, Holy Spirit. In the natural, you had Father, man, woman. Three, four quarters, not easily broken. We're going to need to be one. Well, here's the mechanism by which we're going to bring them into their oneness, the man and the woman, the husband and the wife. 
we're going to create this thing called marriage. Mm. Now, wait a minute. We don't want this to be hard for them. Right. We actually want it to be easy. We don't want it to be complicated. We actually want it to be simple. So what we're going to do is I'm going to look at what I've created them to be. I'm going to look at them being created in my image and my likeness. I'm going to I'm going to create for them this <clears throat> this mechanism that's based off of who they are. It's like it's like it's like Caitlin. She she likes to act, right? Mm -hmm. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a I'm a movie producer. I don't and I and I want to I want to write a movie and I want her to be the leading have the leading role. Mm -hmm. I then I don't go and create a, a movie script and then try to make her fit the, the script that I wrote. Right. I write the script based off of her strengths as an actress. Then her fulfilling that role is like, I'm not even really acting. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this, this, is, this is easy. Right. Right? I write the script and I write the movie and I write her character based off of who she is. She don't have to act. Right. She don't have to try. That's who she is. That's I'm good, shocked you didn't good. use a football reference for that. That's a good <laughs> analogy. This role, this role good, is yeah, made yeah. for you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This role is made for you. I don't need you. I, I, I wrote this role around what I know what you are naturally. Mm -hmm. That's marriage. God created marriage and, 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 and a healthy and a successful and a vibrant and a happy marriage. Happy marriage. He, he wrote the scripts of marriage based off of who he created us to be. Right. Uh, yeah. The problem, though, we fail. The solution was Jesus restoring us. Mm. Now, the issue is I can't go with an unrenewed mind into a marriage that's based off of a a renewed mind. I can't go into fulfilling marriage from the old man perspective when marriage was designed around the new man. Man, let me tell you. That's what we do. <laughs> Man, let me tell you. So, all right. So, I, I came home from work today real quick. Mm -hmm. Came home from work today. And I, I, Caitlin was on the phone. And she was at the uh, the landing, the, the first landing of the steps that go down in the basement, right? She was straightening up some stuff. And I go to go down because I got I to gotta shave and mm -hmm. do all that stuff. So, on, on the way down, she hands me this, like, empty bag of dirt or something like that. Now, I'm on my way down. She hands me an empty bag of dirt that I know goes in the trash. Hey, what's up, Coach D here. Listen, I got something I need to say to you real quick. Listen, marriage is made for lovers. Now, once you understand that marriage is made for lovers and you're not listening to them folks that keep saying you need more than love to make marriage work, you have to identify as a lover. Once you identify as a lover, now you gotta learn what love is. Guess what? We have something for you that can help you understand exactly what love is in its most comprehensive nature. It's so much more than just an emotion, but you got to get the book to find out exactly what God's intent was for love and how it functions. Thanks. Get the book. God bless. And she hands it to me and I take it and I look up at her and I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, what? Why, why are you giving this to me? Right. Then she has this other plastic wrapper or something like that in her hand, hands that to me. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, you know I gotta shave, right? You know I'm on my way downstairs. Like you don't really have no business downstairs. You on your way up. Like it don't. You know what I mean? So so she on the phone, and and I'm just I'm still in shock. Like she she really she's really. 
she gotta be testing me right now. She gotta be testing me. Sooner. So I go throw the stuff out, right? I go to throw the stuff out. I come back and I'm standing at the top of the steps. I'm gonna wait for her to come up. She goes and gives me a kiss, and and, and we, you know, we I, we kissed, and and that was the end of it. Now, now, if this was still, yeah, 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 you know oh, what man, I'm oh man, oh man, oh man, if I wasn't, if I wasn't yeah. identifying, if I was, you know, like yeah, it, yeah. it would have been hard at that point, right, for me to let love be. It would have been a situation where, why are you giving this to me? Like, like yeah, it don't make no sense. Why would you do it? Like, interrupting the phone conversation and, and, and holding on to my feelings and all. Like, at the end of the day, when we was talking, this, we was talking about this on the phone. At the end of the day, for for people to to come out of, I'll say it like this: for for people to 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 get into the right identity, they have to let go of the feelings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They have mm-hmm. to let go of the feelings because mm-hmm. the feelings are what get in the way of the. the let's the, say, like, let's say like this: they have to properly position their feelings. There you go. Go ahead. There yeah. you go. Yeah. yeah. I finish. Mean, finish your thought. Right. So, so the I'm losing my train. Of thought, but, <laughs> but, you said they had to let go of their feelings. You were saying they had to let go of their feelings because you wanted to go somewhere as far as them identifying. You said for people to identify as a love, they got to let go of their feelings. Right. So, okay. So, so the idea is is by by getting your feelings in order. Right. Because that's what we're really talking about. You're supposed to have feelings. Feelings it, 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 it feelings are, are built to allow you to enjoy all of the best aspects that God has for you. Right. Mm-hmm. Nothing in this life, the way God designed it, was supposed to give us negative feelings. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So so we have to understand the true purpose behind feelings first. Secondly, once we get those things in order, it allows right thinking to take place mm-hmm. because right thinking is going to take you to the point where you understand in order for me to make marriage work the way it was supposed to work, which is easy. I have to identify as a lover. I have to get my mind to a place where I am. I am accepting everything that comes along with being a husband, with being a heroic husband. With being a, 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 an authoritarian in my home, with being being a, a, an or, a, a establishing order in my home, um, you know all of that stuff as a husband, and then you know for a wife, it, it, all the responsibilities that, that come with you know wondrous wifery. But all of these things, what gets in the way of that is the feelings being out of order. Yeah, it's, no, out, it's just out of order. Right, the and Bible. when they're in order, oh, you want to go? No, ahead. you go ahead. It. Ultimately, does what it's supposed to do, which is allow love to continue to flow. Amen. Because knowing that he is, you know, has that renewed renewed mind allowed me to be like, oh, he's coming down here, but I'm on the phone. I gotta finish picking this up. I got trash in my hand. Here, babe. You know, like you could take it upstairs. And it was funny because he would he he was past me at this point. He was already past me, and I like handed it to him. So that means he had to go back up, and he just held it. And he was right. He was confused, and he just looked at me. And I just moved out the way, like, <laughs> go, <laughs> go you know, because I was talking to my grandmother at the same yeah, time. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I knew because of his new mindset, there wasn't going to be the a challenge, the, the challenge yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, he was yeah. just going to take it up. And, and, and that's why he came back. I gave him a kiss and, and we moved on. Right. So it just allows love to flow. Right. And that, and that's important because what you were saying, the Bible says it like this, God hath made man upright, right? So an upright man looks like this. Mm. spirit, soul, body. That's what the upright man looks like. The upside down man looks like body, soul, spirit. Now, when you get, when you get, when you get detailed about that, 
the the right side up man or the upright man, it's 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 the mind of the spirit. It's the voice of the spirit. It's the passions of the spirit. Right. The soul, the soul. Now, right, right, right under the, the, the spirit is the soul. Right. You got the mind of the spirit. You have the the the, the uh, voice of the spirit and you have the emotions of the spirit. Well, right next to that is the soul. But well, the first component of the soul that is closest to the spirit is the mind of the soul. Then you have the desires of the soul. Then you have the emotional state. Well, the upside down man flips that. Yep. Right. So now the life of the soul, which is supposed to come through the I'm saying, the life of the spirit, which is supposed to come through the mind of the soul first. Now goes through the emotions of the soul. And when you ain't feeling right, <laughs> that blocks it from flowing. That, that's the flow you just talked about. That's right. Mm-hmm. But when you have things right side up, right, now you now you are able to allow love to flow and love to be. Yeah. The Bible says it in a very simplistic way. Let love be. Well, that's not easy when you're upside down, when you're feeling driven yep. instead of thought driven. Right. God made us to be thinkers. Mm. Lovers are thinkers. Mm. Lovers are desirers and lovers are feelers. It's just the order is right. we got to get the order right. So one of the first things that we want to do in the book, we want to give them the spiritual perspective of love, not the emotional perspective. Right. of love. Most folks only have the emotional perspective of love. Yep. We're going to give you the the personality of love, the context of love, some of the some of the. Uh, titles is listen, it's called verse one is what love is. The second one is the source of love. The third one is the law of love. The fourth is the dimensions of love. The fifth is the breadth of love. The sixth is the, the length of love, the depth of love, the height of love. We talk about the skills of love and the fastest of love, right? We talk about spaceless love, timeless love, ageless love, the prison of love, the fire of love, quenchless love. Like, like we give you a perspective of love like mm-hmm. you've never heard it before. Mm-hmm. And you got. 11 more. Oh, of those. 11 more. If you want, if, if people are serious, this is what I marvel at a lot of times. People are, they, they, like, I don't believe anybody gets married to get divorced. Not at all. Right. Right. And people will tell you they're serious about having a healthy marriage. But you make them, you give them an opportunity to, to, to purchase and invest in something like this, and they won't do it. That's confusing. It, like, what? Mm-hmm. Like, it's important to you, right? Yeah. yeah. Right. I, 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 I'm telling you, I, I guarantee you, I give you money back. And not only will I give you your money back, I'll give you free coaching sessions. If something in this book don't change the way you thought about love. Mm-hmm. All, all of the, all of the, you know, doctors and professionals and all that, they've, they've married, they, they've tried to break down marriage into communication, sex, and, and money, mm-hmm. right? And when you when you Google it, when you look up and, and look up all the research and everything, those are the top three reasons why people divorce. Mm-hmm. Right. What we're saying is that the issues that people face are not communication, right. Right. money or sex. It's not the foundational. That, issue. Right. Those are not the those, foundation- are, those are symptoms. Right. The foundational mm-hmm. issue is people are not identifying. Not identifying. Therefore, they have no understanding of what love is. And love cannot do what love was built to do within the construct that was built for lovers. Amen. And so it it falls apart. It falls apart. It becomes complicated and it becomes hard. So we we really feel like we have a solution for couples from whatever background, Mm -hmm. whatever nationality, whatever color. Uh, You got to have a faith, though. Because this is all faith based. Now, every every aspect 
of these 31 days that we talk about love has a scripture associated with it. Every aspect. Mm-hmm. So if you, you, you have to be uh, uh, one who believes that the word of God is the word of God. And mm-hmm. so we just want to encourage people to get the book, mm-hmm. um, read the book, you know, uh, let us know what you think about the book. Mm-hmm. And if they don't want to read it, they can also listen to it. Well, we, we, yeah, we can listen to it. We got an audio book, right? Mm-hmm. We came up with an audio book to make it, make it even easier for you. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, yeah, we're going to be talking more about this. We're going to spend some, we're going to spend a couple of podcasts. I'm going to get into a couple of the, um, couple of the days we're going, we're going to elaborate on it and we're just going, because we really want people to understand the nature and the power of this devotional to change the way you think because transformation don't come unless you change the way you think about something. Right. Right. We got husbands and wives been married 10, 15, 20 years and they think a certain way about marriage and they come to us and they want us to help them. Well, you got to change the way you think. Right. If you're not willing to change the way you think, I can't help you. That's just what it is. I'm just a temporary fix like everybody else and everything else you done been through. Yep. Right. But if you really want to uh, have sustainable and scalable change to your relationship, you got to change the way you think. Right. Yeah. So. Talking about it. Yes. They got to know what it is. You got to know what love is. You have to. Listen, 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 listen. You can buy the book, the ebook, the ebook and the book. Equally as good, right? Mm-hmm. I would encourage you not to listen to the ebook on your way to work because <laughs> you're going to end up the turning audiobook. right around. The audiobook. The audiobook. Don't listen to the audiobook. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> don't, li- don't listen to the audiobook on the way to work. You're going to end up going right back home to wife. Oh, and you're going to be there for a while. You're going to chase it down. <laughs> okay. Well. So, bring this to get out work. Folks trying to get out of there. Folks Save the audiobook for home. <laughs> Right. So we will have the links to the book, the audio book um, or the ebook, whatever's easier for you. We will put that in the description. Uh, We will be talking about this more in depth in the future podcast. So make sure you are tuning in. Any last thoughts? None that won't extend the the podcast. Right. I'm good. Okay. (laughs) All right. Thank you so much for joining us. And we will see you next week.